Okay, so it's not super often that I find Disney creates some really cool, interesting ideas in canon where they change stuff from the previous. Now, in this scenario, the Inquisitors have been created during the Disney era of Star Wars anyways. They were something that was created in Rebels, and we started to understand a little more about these dudes, that they're not Sith, but they're like fallen Jedi, most of them, and they are loyal to the Emperor. Now, in the new Inquisitor book that's coming out, Palpatine is actually revealing, or rather the girl, uh, Iscat, is actually revealing how Palpatine was able to save these Inquisitors from Order 66, and it's actually pretty interesting. I like this. So let's get right into it. Palpatine would naturally give these dissatisfied Jedi a gentle nudge whenever he crossed their paths. So if you remember a little while ago, we read one of the excerpts from the new book. And in the book, it was talking about how Iscat was it was a Jedi and, you know, very loyal to the Jedi, but had, you know, a lot of differing beliefs, right? Like Ahsoka, like Anakin, like some of the other Jedi we've seen. And she ended up meeting Palpatine. She had to escort him like to the elevator or something, I remember. And she was really starstruck. And he gave her a few words of like kind of giving her like compliments, but also in a really manipulative way where he just sort of has a hook in the person. And he was really good at that. And so he did that, of course, with Anakin. And that was like his full time thing. But this one explains that he actually did that with a lot of other Jedi, but just to a minute, smaller de uh, way. And when it came to Order 66, he actually had the clones that were around those specific Jedi to execute Order 66 much differently. And we're going to get to that right now. Palpatine would have been unable to devote significant time to these potential Inquisitors, though, and so the rise of the Red Blade revealed Darth Sidious sent agents into the Jedi Temple. The Shroud of the Dark Side had fallen over the galaxy, blinding the Jedi to Palpatine's spies in the Temple. Worse still, the disaffected Jedi roaming the Temple would have considered this a safe space, allowing themselves to open up to anybody within its walls. They had no idea they were being manipulated. Finally, the Clone Wars came to their tragic end when Palpatine issued Order 66. He deliberately engineered a situation where the Jedi were scattered across the galaxy and the clone troopers with potential Inquisitors received different orders. Really, really weird. So like, let's say with this Iscat, let's say with... Let's say with the Grand Inquisitor, for example, the clone troopers that were around the Grand Inquisitor received different orders than like Commander Cody, for example, or Rex. They were commanded to give their Jedi a chance to live, to turn on their fellow Jedi believing the Empire's lives, embracing the dark side. They were the darkest Order 66 survivors of all, allowed to live because they were willing to abandon the way of the Jedi but they had already been primed for this, meaning Palpatine was probably confident of their choice. It's possible some disappointed him, but they would have simply been killed after their refusal, and Darth Sidious wouldn't have cared either way. That's, I like that. That is actually pretty sick. So Palpatine is like planting his seed in these select Jedi for so many years, right? And then eventually when Order 66 comes around, he doesn't give the same order to every single clone. He remembers which clone is with which Jedi. And he knows the ones that he planted the seed into, he would tell those clones to basically give them an ultimatum. Hey, turn to the dark side right now, fight with us clones against the treasonous Jedi, good day. And of course, you know, many of them, the Inquisitors at least, chose to be loyal to the Emperor, to Palpatine. Brilliant, brilliant. I like that. Do you like that? Let me know. A Jedi who made the choice to become an Inquisitor was then transported to a citadel originally on Coruscant because the fortress Inquisitorius in the Mustafar system hadn't been yet constructed. There, the Grand Inquisitor would build on the process Palpatine had begun, continuing the process of turning his recruit to the dark side. When the Inquisitors finally stepped out of their base, 
they were already prepared to become ruthless killers, the most terrifying villains of Star Wars dark times. This is, I really like that. I think that's really cool. Like the whole idea of Inquisitors and stuff is, you know, of course, Disney stuff, but I really like how they did this. I think it's pretty cool. It's very Palpatine and it's very calculated and methodical and took years. Plant the seeds. And then when Order 66 comes, not only will I have Anakin, I'm going to put all my efforts into him. I'm going to be there with him. But then I'll have my clones give an ultimatum to the ones that are already corrupted and brainwashed and ready to turn. It's brilliant. It's very Palpatine. I like it. I think it's awesome. Rise of the Red Blade is a book coming out in a little bit. And it basically, like, the character kind of seems like they're sort of making her like Anakin and Ahsoka mixed together. And, uh, well, I'm going to read it. We're going to see what it's all about. However, this reasoning as to how... Palpatine manipulated and saved the Inquisitors and kind of gave them that choice and how they were kind of created. I like that. You know, I always said that the books, the Star Wars books, have always been so much better than the actual shows. Dooku, Jedi Lost, Master and Apprentice, and all the other books that they have, well, not all of them, but most of them, have actually been, when they go back to these original times of the Clone Wars and prequels, I think they've done a really fantastic job. And I think whoever is, you know, the story group or whatever, they really understand and have a grasp, like a, a good understanding, a good grasp of these characters in that sense. How this all happened with the sequel trilogy, I have no idea at all. But at the end of the day, I'm glad that the books are at least, you know, readable and enjoyable, at least for the most part, most of them. But anyways, as for this, I think it's really great. I love it. Let me know what you guys think. And as always, thank you for watching today's video. Catch me on Star Wars Theory Podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Until the next episode, remember the Force will be with you always.